You're listening to Girls with Grafts, a burn community podcast created by Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors, a leading nonprofit dedicated to supporting the burn community. In this podcast, we'll talk with burn survivors, share resources to help with supporting and improving burn recovery, and discuss how to prevent burn injuries. Here are your hosts, burn survivors and Phoenix Society's marketing team, Amber Wilcox and Rachel Kudlak. Hello and welcome back to Girls with Graphs. I am Rachel Kudlak, one of your hosts of the podcast, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Amber Wilcox. Hi there. So good to see you today, Rachel. So good to see you as well. I'm so excited. Um, it's just us two today. We don't have a guest, but we are talking all things anniversaries. That's um, right. But- yeah. But before we dive in, I do want to give a quick shout out to one of our Phoenix partners, Gropper and Nijet. For over 25 years, the team at Gropper and Nijet have helped individuals who have suffered fractures, surgeries, amputations, severe burns, and other injuries to get the financial compensation they deserve. If you are local to the New York, New Jersey, or Pennsylvania areas, contact them today for a free evaluation of your case. That's right. So we are live today. So we want to hear from you in the comments on how you celebrate your burn anniversary. We've had some other guests on the show um, and they've told us all the different ways that they celebrate their burn anniversary. Uh, but um, it's ranged right from folks that don't do anything at all to some do go all out for parties and things like mm-hmm. that. So um, we want to hear your opinion on the burn anniversary. If you drop the uh, comments in our chat. We'll we'll put you up here on screen today, and uh, we want to hear a little bit more about uh, your thoughts on the topic. So, um, with that, uh, Rachel, I'll let you kick off the conversation today. Yeah. So, for those who are listening, and we'll dive into this a little bit more in a minute. But Amber and I, well, today is Amber's anniversary, and mine was just on Saturday. So we decided what better time than to do a special podcast for anniversaries. But, you know, before we dive into our personal anniversaries and our stories that we want to share, um, I do just kind of want to talk about, you know, the anniversary of trauma in general, whether that's from a burn injury or another trauma um, situation, because there is a lot of emotional impact that can go along with these anniversary dates. Um, And like Amber said, we have survivors who don't celebrate at all to ones who go all out every single year. Um, And we welcome all of the different types of ways to celebrate or not to celebrate, I guess. Um, You know, for some, it's a party and happy day. Um, 
that rebirth. A lot of people kind of almost look at it as a second birthday, but for Mm -hmm. others, it can cause a lot of pain and that's okay to realize that and, you know, not to celebrate that day. Um, and it really all, it can change too, you know, um, for those early in their recovery, maybe it is a day, a day of pain and sadness and, you know, the further and further you get along in your journey, um, hopefully can shift to more of a positive, happy day. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean, right, like that you can't eventually find that day of peace. I know we talked with Gina uh, not too long ago and Gina shared with us, you know, her, her burniversary and how that's evolved over time. Um, Some folks have even lost others or even pets on that day. So um, you may be mourning loss in addition to kind of your own loss that you've experienced. Um, So it's okay to kind of feel how you feel that day and know, um, kind of that it may be something that may be traumatic to you. Um, and it evolves over time. I know how I think about my anniversary today doesn't always reflect how I maybe thought of it a couple of years ago or may think of it in the fu- future. And so those cycles of healing are absolutely normal. And we're here today to share that with you. I think for those survivors that are early on in their recovery, the anniversary date of your injury can trigger symptoms that may be begin even days or weeks before your anniversary. Um, today's my anniversary, but I find myself getting very anxious or tense, um, up until that date. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll get onto kind of why I feel that way, but, um, it's not something that's just going to, um, happen on that day. You may be feeling that way, even leading up to it. Um, you may not know why you suddenly have these physical symptoms of anxiety or distress or even unstable moods. So mm-hmm. we're here today to talk all about those things, but also let you know that it's okay if that's how you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And we hear that too from survivors who, if their anniversary date falls around a holiday or the winter months with, you know, just heating and things like that, that, you know, when you turn the furnace on again, that that next year, that can be triggering, even though it's not your actual anniversary date. Um, And there are ways to cope. So if you are someone who is maybe struggling more with that day, you know, we do have a few really great resources on our website that we'll make sure um, are linked in the show's description. Um, reach out to us, reach out to a friend, a loved one, just kind of talk about um, your feelings. Um, you know, deep breathing and meditation and even guided imagery. Um, Amber, I'm sure you even would suggest yoga um, are a few great yeah, ways to, that. yeah, to cope with these symptoms as well. And maybe it's not something you have to do every single day, but in the weeks leading up to your anniversary date, those could be some practices to try. Absolutely. And know that um, if you do need a mental health professional, especially around that day, that's okay. And to reach out. Um, I have my counselor on standby usually, Mm -hmm. and he knows that if I need to reach out or ask a question or um, just talk through how I'm feeling, I think that's really important. Uh, But I also think it's important to know that you have support around you. So find those folks that day. I know that my husband kind of just gives me space on that day and knows that if I need to um, get the support that I, you know, I want, um, it's there, but also knowing that it's okay for me to just be quiet and kind of think through that day as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's talk about anniversaries because Rachel, um, you're sharing a pretty big anniversary as well. Um, and so I'd love it before we kind of go down the anniversary. Um, if you want to share a little bit about, um, your burn story, um, so that, um, those who are listening that don't know about kind of your injury can, can learn more today. Yeah. Um, 
So one thing that I love about, you know, hosting the show with you specifically is that we have kind of completely different burn injury stories and different burn anniversary stories. Um, so for me, I was burned when I was three years old. So, you know, I don't even really remember my first burn anniversary, but um, I was burned when I was three. I was at my babysitter's house and got caught in a house fire. So I was burned on a little bit over 30% of my body, second and third degree burns. So I, like I said, don't remember a lot from those initial days, but obviously growing up as a child burn survivor, I've had plenty of burn anniversaries to celebrate. I'm excited to share some funny stories with you about some of those days. Um, but yeah, that's one thing, like I said, I love um, hosting this with you, Amber, because I'm going to ask you the same question to share a little bit more about your story, <laughs> but I know yours was a little more recent than mine. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, what's so great is that we both bring different perspectives and even um, just as friends, right. I know that you've been so much further out than I am. So there are things that you've kind of already experienced or things that I won't experience that you've known mm -hmm. about. So um, the reason we kind of started this show right back way back when was because we both felt like we could bring something different to the table um, and be able to share stories of survivors um, of all walks of life. And so that's um, what's really important to us. Um, so a little bit about, I guess, my burn anniversary or my, sorry, my burn story. Um, I was burned in 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic um, from hot caramel in my kitchen. Um, I decided my husband and I are very much into um, all of the baking shows. And so um, we love the spring baking championship going on right now, for sure. Um, and it was around this time that I kind of had been inspired to make something um, using caramel. Um, and the recipe I was reading had just mentioned to pour it into like a glass dish. Um, and so I grabbed the nearest glass, you know, baking or glass material I could find, poured hot caramel into it and it exploded. Um, on both of my hands, and both of my legs. Um, and so at the time, my husband and I really weren't sure um, how severe my injuries were. Um, we knew I was definitely in a lot of pain, um, but it wasn't until that evening where we really understood the severity of kind of um, the injury and what I'd, I'd gotten myself into. Um, so it's a little bit about, about mine. Rachel, do you want to share um, a little bit about your anniversary or when you started sharing it because I think you're so young so mm -hmm. at what point did you start to realize like oh hey um I want to yeah. celebrate this day yeah so like I said I obviously don't remember that for first burn anniversary and I don't even know if my parents even care to celebrate or even think about the day in any you know positive way since that first year you know you're still so much in that physical recovery. And I was only 30% burned. So, you know, if you have a, um, a very like high, uh, I'm blanking on my words here, but a high burn injury uh, percentage, you obviously are really still in that physical healing. So although I was at home doing my PT and my OT all the time, you know, you're just, you're so focused on just getting back to normal day-to-day -day activities. Um, so, and mine is also a little interesting because it is on April Fool's Day. So that's like the number one thing. Yeah, I, well, we did not celebrate April Fool's growing up. Once I got into my teenage years, I did try to test my mom's limits on that for sure sometimes. <laughs> but we, you know, I guess when I was, 
I don't know, five or six even. I do remember my parents treating it as a day of being positive that I was still alive and whatever those small wins were. Maybe it was, oh, I only have to go to PT three days a week now instead of seven. Or, you know, just some of those smaller wins were always worth celebrating. And then definitely when I was a teenager um, and still to today, I love having reasons to celebrate and I love having, I mean, it is like another birthday in my opinion. Um, so I always loved kind of just growing up and having like another day. Um, mm -hmm. Plus me and my sister, she's four years older than me, but our birthdays are six days apart. So we always mm -hmm. had our combined birthdays. And combined, yeah. Um, <laughs> which I love now looking back, but at the time I was like, my anniversary is like my day that no one can take it away from me. It's, it's, it's my day. Did you get yeah. presents growing up on your anniversary? I don't think I got presents. And if my parents are listening, I'm sorry if I forgot that I've gotten <laughs> gifts. I would get small trinkets. Um, like I remember on my 20th anniversary, my mom got me like a little jewelry case. Um, I can't, I don't really think we did presents. We just always did like a nice meal, which I mm. love. I love eating. I love a good meal. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I think it was more so just like a day of happiness and celebration versus, you know, gifts or anything like that. But I will say there were times I got some small gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a lot of fun and it, it's fun, you know, growing up and now being an adult and, kind of having, you know, still the day to celebrate. It's just obviously a little bit different from, you know, when you're a kid. Um, and I know um, earlier, and I think it was season one when we had Brittany on um, the mother of a burn survivor, and we talked about burn anniversaries with her. And I, I, I can see how it's hard as a parent too mm -hmm. to know what the right thing is to do on those burn anniversaries. Because um, you don't, you don't want to make it a bigger deal than it is, but it's still worth celebrating at the same time. So I'm sure my parents struggled with that too. Just that balance of celebrating, but also, you know, you're still your normal child growing up and things like that. I think there's also that level of guilt, right? That Brittany talked about as well. So feeling like guilty of it's not something I want to celebrate, but rather something I'm sad about as a parent. Mm -hmm. um, so I can see both sides of that, right? Like you are thinking of it as this rebirth day. Um, mm -hmm. And it's different, I think, for the survivor. Like I think my outlook on the day even may be very different than what Tyler's may be. Um, or any family member mm -hmm. who went through it because that may be a really sad or difficult day for them because they remember things that aren't necessarily too pleasant or we're looking at it as like I made it through. Um, so I can see how that can be really difficult um, from an outsider's perspective as well. Well, and I know I mentioned my sister already, but even for her too, like she obviously had her own healing that she was going through when I was... Right. Um, you know, I was three when I was burned, which means she was seven. And, you know, my parents obviously had to shift a lot of the focus to me and especially in those first few healing years. So, you know, also balancing her feelings and all of that, like, oh, it's been about Rachel and now it's still about Rachel and right. kind of balancing, you know, how can she be part of these celebrations and still feel, 
you know, feel part of that journey, um, mm-hmm. even though if she wasn't the one burned. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm sure that's difficult for, especially mm-hmm. a sibling of like not knowing or understanding really kind of what's going on as well. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you, so your injury was just a few years ago. Um, and you can obviously remember that first, that first year mark. So what, mm-hmm. what were you feeling even just leading up to that one year mark? Yeah, I think leading up to that year, um, I think I look at it differently like this year um, versus, and I'll kind of get into that, but I think um, that first year we were just so thankful um, for everyone that had really helped me get to where I was. So um, doctors um, and even the paramedics and the EMTs and everyone that came um, quickly and really acted, um, you know, as quickly and efficiently as possible to get me the help that I needed. Um, we just found so much gratitude that year. Um, and so I know, um, Phoenix Society had one of those 5k walks and we did, um, we did a walk that day, um, on our own. It was a virtual walk, but, um, we, and again, it was still in like the middle of the pandemic. So there was a lot that still wasn't, um, welcomed in terms of gathering. So Mm -hmm. I went to a local park. Um, and just walked uh, three miles that day. And for every mile, we kind of just sat there or walked there and like talked about what we were going through. Um, it was super healing, right? Being able to kind of go through that process and like talk through the last couple of years. Um, but then last year, I got really sick um, on the tail end of my um, laser surgery. I'd had seven laser surgeries, um, you know, after kind of the year of healing. And, uh, on the tail end of my seven surgery, I got COVID pretty bad and was not really taking the time to take care of myself, um, properly and get back to, um, I was hurrying up to get back to work. I wasn't really like thinking about, um, what effects like not really taking care of myself could have and, um, developed an abscess that, um, couldn't be found. It was really difficult after three trips Mm -hmm. to the ER, I did land myself in the hospital, almost, you know, two years to the day, um, with sepsis. And I spent about another seven days in the hospital right the week before my burn anniversary. So, um, I find myself this year having a more like reactive state of like, I don't want that to be my bad luck day. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't want something, um, terrible to happen on that day. Cause I've, it's, it's happened already right around this time of year mm-hmm. twice. Um, and so for me, just feeling like very anxious leading up to it, knowing that the last couple of years have been really difficult for us. Um, and so it's different. I think, like you said, it changes over time. Um, and there's almost this like superstitious state. I sometimes feel when, um, like celebrating this day this year, because I think it's just like, you're so heightened anxiety wise of like, oh my goodness, um, I've been through a lot the last couple of years. And so, um, you know, the first year we did that, the second year, um, I was still, you know, in the hospital. And so we were just grateful I was home, mm-hmm. um, I went home on my burn anniversary. Um, so we're just grateful. <laughs> I think that that year as well. Um, and this year, I mean, we're not doing, I'm not doing anything too special, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a self-care day. I'm going to take today off of work. Um, I don't want it to just be a normal day. Um, and so I think it's a great opportunity for me to just honor, I slept in this morning, uh, <laughs> going to the spa right after this, 
Um, and I'm going to do some retail therapy. So I think for me, um, this year, it's more of like, um, I'm doing something for myself and spending time to just um, practice that self care we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Well, I will say when it falls, when your anniversary falls on a weekend, it is way nicer than just waking up and kind of doing your your day to day. So I love that you're you're off. You're taking some self care. Um, but yeah, so this past Saturday was actually my 25th uh anniversary, which yeah, it's a it's a milestone day. Um, but I love I already mentioned I love a good meal. So me and my husband went out um, downtown Charleston and got a, a restaurant I've never been to, a really nice restaurant. We got a bottle of wine. We got three appetizers. Uh, so we really went all in on the meal here. But it was just nice um, just to, I don't know, just have a nice meal in celebration. Um, I did make us list out 25 things that we were grateful for. Normally, I only make us do three, but I was like, and you know, you might get mad at me, but we're listing out 25 and it was way (laughs) easier than it sounds. But um, yeah, so it wasn't anything, you know, too grand. I will say the meal was delicious, but um, it was just nice to have something to look forward to that evening, just a moment of celebration. We went with our friends earlier in the day and got a drink with them. And it was just fun to, I don't know, just have a positive fun day. The weather was beautiful, which I was grateful for. And just, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I just like having a moment that you can really kind of look back on where you've, where you've come. Um, Mm. You know, like I said, I don't, I don't remember having too many burn anniversaries that I was like upset or sad about because I was a child burn survivor. And I don't, like I said, don't really remember those early few years. Um, But it is just nice to have, to take a moment and really think about, you know, the highs and lows Mm -hmm. of the burn survivor journey and to celebrate all the victories along the way. Mm. I know like my mom will send me a message on today right or my my sister Mm -hmm. and more of like those like you're strong you're a warrior kind of messages um rather than you know my mom said last night like I don't want to wish you a happy anniversary because it may not be happy and I was like Mm -hmm. it's okay like right like I um recognizing that it's a weird day for everyone I think but um knowing that I just take it like how I feel that day. And if I don't feel like doing anything that day, then I don't have to. Um, mm-hmm. But it takes time to kind of go through those emotions. And so I think like we talked about like going to the spa. Yeah, I'll have like an hour to myself to just um, mm-hmm. process how I'm feeling. And if I feel like just being in silence, I can be in silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And one, you know, just hearing you talk about having that spa day reserved and ready to go and how I had that dinner reservation made, you know, if you are someone who may be struggling with the day and maybe you don't want to celebrate it, but you could still have something fun or more positive planned. It could be the spa. It could be just going and getting a coffee with a friend. And maybe that friend doesn't even know it's your anniversary and that's okay. But just having something planned that's a positive Mm. experience could be a just a way to try to kind of you know shape the day in a better way 
yeah, I think having something to look forward to, right? Like I just was like, I'm going to take the day off. And then I thought like, well, I don't want to just sit around, right? Because then I'll get in my head and things like that. So thinking of like, okay, how am I going to go through today? And I was excited that we had this podcast today because, right, it's an opportunity for me to like talk out how I'm feeling. Um, but also knowing like, okay, and then I can just go spend time by myself to kind of just relax. And um, you're really the only one that has to like share it if you really want to. So um, I don't have to tell, right, the lady at the spa that that's what I'm, I'm doing yeah. today kind of like a day for me to just reflect. Um, but it can be, it can be difficult. So there, but there's lots of ways to celebrate too. I think, um, Rachel, we've heard all sorts, so we can maybe share, uh, some of those ones we've heard of. Um, I think one of our last, um, podcasts, Rebecca told us that she went to like a huge party, um, mm -hmm. which is amazing because mm -hmm. that's also really fun to just have a big party for it. Um, but we've heard all sorts of things, huh, Rachel? Yeah, no, for sure. We've heard, like you said, a grand party. And I, I did think about having like a dinner party for my 25th. But I was like, I don't want to stress myself out too much. So I was like, let's just do dinner with Brett. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, we've heard parties. That's a big one. Um, big meals just in general. And maybe that's because I'm also biased toward the big meals. But um, I also love what you talked about when you did the 5k and that walk. Mm. Um, you know, whether it's a fundraising type event or not, but having kind of something where you can check things off, like you did a mile and you, you, you know, were grad, you were filled with gratitude for that mile, maybe for one thing, and then you walk the next one and think about something else that you're grateful for or whatnot. Um, having some of those like runs or walks. I mean, those are big things that people do as well. Um, I would say to my husband and I on that first year brought, right. Uh, went and, and we were actually able to, I called the fire station ahead of time to just say, Hey, like I, you know, I'm looking for the folks that were there for me that day. And it was, it was a bit of a search. Um, they had to go and look me up and kind of look up the incident and find out who responded that day. But it's funny, once they did find out who it was, I remember answering the phone and the gentleman on the, the other line had said, oh, you're the girl with the, the caramel. I remember you. Um, and he had talked about how vivid, like, right, that incident stuck in his head because he didn't deal with burns of that degree that often. Um, but it was funny because to hear somebody on the other line that mm -hmm. like remembered called that day very differently. And so my husband and I um, made a point to make a appointment at the, the fire station. And so we brought pizza and um, things over to them. And we brought little gifts to the firefighters and, and everybody, the EMTs, the firefighters um, were all there, all the ones that had been there the day of the accident. So it was mm -hmm. really awesome. Um, and we, I have like a picture that ended up in the newspaper um, of that, that day of my husband and I with all the, the folks that kind of, I was able to reconnect with. And mm -hmm. I remember um, thinking of like, wow, this is really cool that um, I can hear their account. So one of them talked about one of the methods they used on me, um, in the, in the ambulance that day. And like, wow. it was cool to just get that actual account to hear it from them. And, um, you know, it was a year later, so it was a long time had passed, but to really be able to hear that, um, and hear their account of, you know, what happened that day was actually really cool. So, mm -hmm. um, I've heard of going to the hospital or the fire station or whatnot. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And I love that you brought up that you reached out to them because a lot of times, especially those first responders, the firefighters, EMS, 
they don't ever know what happens. You know, they do their job. They get you to the hospital. They get out the fire or whatever it may be. But then they don't really know what's next for the survivors. And they love to hear the survivor stories. You know, when we have fire service come to Phoenix World Burn Congress, they love and soak up all of the survivor stories that they can. So if, you know, even if it's not your burn anniversary and you want to reach out to your fire department, um, you know, they want, they, I'm sure they would love for you to get in contact with them. So, um, yeah. And, um, I don't know if I ever did anything with my firefighters. I'm sure we probably did growing up again. I don't remember some of those early years, but I know my parents stayed in close contact with them and it is true. Like hearing their side of the story can be, one healing, but also just so, I don't know what the word is, but just relieving almost to kind of hear, you know, another person's perspective of the day. Yeah. And it's the same with like nurses and doctors, right? I'm still mm-hmm. really close with Susan Smith, who's um, one of the doctors I had, but also um, connected really well with um, a lot of the nurses and, and even occupational therapists. And I remember like even going back, I just went back this past year after all my laser surgeries and everything. And to see all those folks that I hadn't seen, um, and be able to, you know, give them a hug and, and like thank them, um, has, was really rewarding. Um, but I also joined the SOAR program at Orlando health and just this year was able to go back to, or this past year to, to volunteer, which had been two years. And so to walk in that burn unit and kind of be able to walk around was really strange to be able to see the room that I was in. Um, mm-hmm. But be able to also share my story with, you know, other survivors is really surreal. And um, so whether you're volunteering at the hospital that day or even just talking with your burn team and reconnecting with them, I know I've, you know, brought things there as well. So it's just a very surreal experience to whether it's a, you know, a card thanking them, or, you know, we send Christmas cards every year to our burn unit as well. So um, it's just really surreal to be able to have that experience. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm so far away from my hospital now, but I, I love that idea of just going back and taking them lunch or even just stopping by, obviously, make sure you're allowed to stop by at the hospital before you just show up these days. But I love that idea of, um, you know, reconnecting with them because in the same way, the fire service want to hear those stories, you know, sometimes you leave the hospital and you may not even ever go back to that burn unit. You may go to a rehab clinic or another treatment center. So to go back and be able to show them, you know, that, that recovery. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, a great way to celebrate. And I know, um, we had Charlie on as well. And I think Charlie on her first anniversary um, gave a speech or, or spoke mm-hmm. at um, an event. So there's, you know, survivors that have the whole community support in ways like Charlie had. It's a great way to um, be in the community and celebrate with those who have really supported you as well. So um, there's lots of opportunities and ways out there. And, and as we're talking through this, if you have, I know there are, Um, some comments that are already coming in. So if you want to share a little bit about how you celebrate your anniversary or just give us your opinion, it looks like daddy is here said showing, showing people there's other survivors out there. Healing is so important. That's right. So there are, I remember um, leading up to Charlie's anniversary, Andre reached out and said, Hey, like how do people celebrate? I've, I've seen it. And so we do have an article Mm -hmm. actually 
um, in the resource center that'll tell you, and I've linked it um, in the comments and the show descriptions here too, but um, we'll tell you kind of a little bit about there's, there's no right or wrong way to celebrate it. And some people mm-hmm. are, are honor, I should say, because some people don't like to honor or celebrate it at all and just keep it as a normal day. Um, and we've talked about this and sometimes our, our Facebook chats on Wednesday nights as well. Um, and everybody's got a different answer for it. So that's what I love, um, is that everyone celebrates that trauma anniversary differently. Mm -hmm. So Rachel, um, I know specifically you can recall three (laughs) anniversaries. So, um, do you want to share some of those with us today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the one I'll save for the last one, that was two years ago. It's a funny story I'll share. Um, but the first one, I think I was trying to remember the exact year. It might have been like my 17th anniversary or something like that. So my mom. So, OK, I was burned at my babysitter's house years ago, years, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And my mom had at that time was paying the babysitter cash every week for her services. Mm-hmm. And when I got burned, the babysitter actually gave back my mom the money. I can't remember if it was that day or that week or whatever. And my mom held on to it forever. And I remember, I don't know what, why she decided we wanted to use it this day, but Mm. it was a Sunday. It was my burn anniversary. Um, We were going to lunch with my entire family and just celebrating the day. And my mom was like, my mom and dad, I guess, both were like, is it okay if we use this money now? Like they kept it in an envelope for, I don't know, 16, 17 years. I can't remember, wow. but a really long time. And we finally spent it at a brunch uh, on that that That's random amazing. Sunday. That's a long time for them to keep that money too. I know. And it's funny now. I'm like, why did we not spend it on like a, I don't know, the 20th anniversary or something? It was like just right. a random a random Sunday, but, uh, well, it wasn't a random Sunday, but a random year on my brand anniversary right. that my parents right. decided to finally spend that, that money that they got so back. Yeah. 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 So that one, I don't, I just remember thinking like, wow, I can't believe my mom held on to this envelope with this money in it for so long. Right. <laughs> it's just right. funny. Yeah. Um, it looks like we and- did have a comment come in, so I'm going to call that up real quick. Um, Cody Lyons says, hey, ladies, mom of a teenage burn survivor here. We're in the thick of scar surgeries now, and my son's one-year burn anniversary is coming up on 7-1. Happy burn anniversary. Do you think there should they should they we should take a couple of uh, months break from scar surgeries around that time? He's having them every three weeks right now. I think um, my first answer would be talk to your doctor um, because I know um, I think that's really important to, you know, if your doctor thinks that he should continue to have them, Mm -hmm. that's really important. I can tell you for my laser surgeries, um, I had seven in a row and it was kind of up to me whether I wanted to continue or not. And I just truly needed a break um, and said that to my husband, like, I just can't continue right now. I, um, I need a break. And so we did, we took a break. Um, and I haven't gone back since, but, um, I know that I can revisit that at any time if it's, mm-hmm. if I'm uncomfortable. Um, and so I guess my other advice would be if your doctor says it's up to you, um, turn to your teenage burn survivor, your son and say like, is this something he wants to continue doing? Cause if he wants to continue doing it, then that's right. Mm-hmm. Important for him. Rachel, any other advice? Yeah, I, I echo everything you just shared. Um, I will also say 
for me growing up, I was getting surgeries every single summer. Um, and that's the time I spent at getting that, that ongoing physical healing. And so just thinking about the summer, that may be a good time for your son to continue those surgeries. Um, you know, I'm not sure of the extent and if he can go back to school this fall or what that looks like for him. But that's just one thing to keep in mind is maybe you keep going up until going back to school. And then maybe you take that break if the doctor thinks it's okay. Um, that one year mark is just a little tough because there sometimes that first few years oh, yeah. of physical recovery is so, so important. Um, and especially as a teenager, he is going to still be growing at least some. So just questions to ask your doctor, but I would talk to him obviously and kind of see how he's feeling with it. And it's okay to take breaks. Like Amber said, if, if the doctor thinks that that's okay. But I like what you said too about that one year, cause that is important. I know like that's such a precious year of healing that your scars haven't really set in the way that they would have. So um, I think that's important. Oh, and it looks like Amy's here with us too. So I'm going to mm -hmm. pop up Amy's comment. Um, Amy used to have a zapper party that <laughs> celebrated those who supported my journey in recovery. I started that way because I knew how lucky I was not to have lost my life when others did. So Amy had an electrical burn um, injury, which is, I think, where that zapper is coming from. So I felt the best way to honor them was to truly live. Then it came became a time to go out to dinner. So she's celebrating like you, Rachel, and just be grateful. Now I often have the day pass without recognition. I don't remember the incident. So it did not bring trauma up as much for me. That's super important. Mm -hmm. And I like that Amy goes out or has gone out to dinner as well. I think that's a big one too, Rachel. You're, you're mm -hmm. on to something there. Well, and Amy just shows there too how it does change. You know, early on, maybe you are celebrating it more. And then when you get further and further out from your injury, it does just become any other day, which is okay. If you don't want to celebrate or you forget, maybe, I mean, who knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, it can definitely, it can definitely change here and there. Uh, so Rachel, let's go back to your story here. So your <laughs> yes. 20 year anniversary, you celebrated. Yes. Um, so the, the 20 year one, not because it was 20 years, it just happened to fall around the same time. But um, so for those who don't know either, I actually started working for Phoenix Society part time. Um, we used to have a fellowship program, which is basically an internship program for a year. Um, so I just graduated college, I was working full time, and I wanted to get start getting more involved with the burn community again. I kind of had fallen off um, being involved when I was in college. And then I felt like this time was right. I got an email saying the deadline was like the next day I applied. Um, and then I was actually I found out like a week before my 20th anniversary that I was going to be a fellow for Phoenix Society. Um, and then a year later, I had joined the team full time. So it's just kind of crazy how that timing all worked out. And again, it, I knew I wanted to give back and get involved and now look at where it's taken me, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, it was just so kind of eye opening to, you know, be at 20 years. I remember telling my parents on my 20th anniversary that I was going to be working with Phoenix Society and they were so, so excited for me. Um, really cool. but yeah, it was just kind of crazy how that timing happened to work out. 
And here you are celebrating 25 years and still yes. um, with Phoenix Society um, running this podcast. Yes. So, but I have a funny story to share. So this was two years ago or maybe three now. I think it was the COVID year because like I said, I like to go out to dinner, but this year, um, Brett, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, he, we were living together and he was said he was going to cook me dinner and he's in the other room, probably going to laugh at the story too. <laughs> um, so he, I cook most of our meals, but he was like, I'm going to cook you a nice dinner for your anniversary. So I'm, I get in the shower while he starts cooking and he runs into, again, don't forget, this is April Fool's Day as well. Uh-huh. So he comes running into the bathroom. He's like, I, I, I'm bleeding. And I'm like mid hair wash. And I'm like, what do you mean you're bleeding? Like you're, you're screwing with me. It's April Fool's. Ha ha. Yeah. No, he was, he was bleeding because he went to reach for something in the cabinet and a glass jar fell down. And he has, he's really good at catching things, but this time he didn't catch this item and the glass jar broke. And I remember it being like probably way worse than I actually was, but mm-hmm. his hand was all cut up. Well, it was a glass of gravy, which, okay, not fun to clean up. So I get out of the shower and I go and help him clean up the gravy that's shattered in our kitchen very small area in between like the fridge and the the countertop and so it it was all underneath the fridge so I'm underneath the fridge wiping up this gravy and I pull out what at the time looked like a mouse and I was now I could cry laughing right now but I was like crying in tears and also in laughter what well, comes out, it was only, it was a cat toy because we it was an apartment we were renting. So it wasn't an actual mouse, but it looked like a, it was a mouse toy. And at a quick glance, and I freaked out. And it was just so funny how this night really took a turn. And then I'm pretty sure we ended up getting like McDonald's or takeout or something because we were not cooking after that. But it was just so funny how the day took a turn for the worst i guess but it was it was funny looking back at it but i just remember they're like sitting like laughing and crying because i was like today is supposed to be so happy i was supposed to get this nice dinner and i just touched a mouse a dead mouse underneath the fridge <laughs> so well, we have some more books coming yeah. in too so i'm gonna start sharing I was burned on February 7th, 1977, when I was two years old. It never occurred to me about to talk about a burn anniversary. I'm so glad this group exists. Yeah, we've heard that too, Amy, Alicia. This mm-hmm. is not something that's uncommon, right? Of um, Brittany Horton, for example, had said uh, she had no idea that burn anniversaries existed and actually liked that it was a cooler way to celebrate if, like, let's go out and have dinner mm-hmm. on this let's go out and do something fun so uh alicia you're not alone and allison (laughs) says i was too young to remember the date and have zero idea i like it like that yeah and that's absolutely okay that you know not wanting to celebrate it at all or not knowing when it happened um is another way that you know folks honor that is just to to continue moving on and so that's okay Mm -hmm. as well yeah i do think now nowadays with posting everything on social and just our lives are so much more public today Mm -hmm. than they used to be. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's, 
people, I think, know a lot more today what day it actually happened and more of those details versus, you know, years ago when we weren't obsessed with social media and posting everything online. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so true because I, you know, I personally shared my story very publicly um, on Instagram. And so I get those like time hops sort of like yep. on this day. Um, and so my story is out there on my, my Instagram account where I can go through and kind of look back through those pictures. Um, and I like that, but also sometimes I look back and go, Ooh, like, yeah, I did that. Um, so mm -hmm. again, but it's, it's, it is a way to kind of bring up those memories for years ago. And, and even if you're burned as a child, I think in, in some cases, like, um, Alicia was, um, you know, your, if your parents remember, that's one thing, but not every parent, right, also wants to remember what that day was like. So mm -hmm. um, it can be something that you don't always want to honor either. Yeah. And if you don't know the day and you still want to find a way to celebrate, maybe you, maybe it's just your birthday. You take an extra time moment on that day to think about, um, oh, like Amy, this is perfect. The time to reflect on how far you've come. And, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be even that day. And, you know, especially early on in healing, maybe it's every month on the first of the month, you think about all those small victories that you, you just made last month. Maybe it's going home from the hospital or, you know, walking a mile or walking around the block or whatever it may be. Um, I just think of it more of a day of gratitude and, you know, celebration of, you know, the victories. Yeah. I think like, I, you know, my, first when the incident happened, I remember my husband and I celebrating like each month that I made it through, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, it's been one month since my accident. Here's where I'm at. And we take pictures, right? Month two, mm -hmm. we take pictures. Um, and so I think in the beginning, right, it's those small milestones and goals that you set for yourself that are so important, right? I think at like my six month mark was when I started doing yoga. And so remembering like, okay, like if I looked at where I was six months ago, there's no way I thought I'd be doing yoga right at this mm -hmm. point. Um, I think it's really important to really like also document those milestones for yourself if you're new to your injury, um, because that's really important too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about journaling on this show, this podcast so many times, but um, you know, even if you are far out, it could be a day that you just sit down and journal about your brain injury and how you're feeling, because I almost wish I would have that to look back on. Like, how did I right. feel when I was 10 years old, maybe, or 20 years old, even like, how did that day, what did that day mean to me then? And what does mm -hmm. it mean to me now? Um, so that could be, yeah, really awesome way just to celebrate just taking 10 minutes to journal every year. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know, I know we're coming up on our time here. Um, and I could talk about anniversaries for so much longer and come up with a million <laughs> ways to celebrate, but I do want to ask, and I think I know a little bit of your answer already, but um, if you're new to the podcast, uh, we always ask our guests two questions at the end and the one's about anniversary. So I think we can skip that one for today since we've already answered it. But, um, oh, we have an, another comment here from Tim. Um, so I'm going to read this before we dive into those questions. But Tim was burned uh, May 26, 1972. Um, he celebrates that every year. He was released on November 26 later that year, um, and his birthday is in or his birthday is October 26. So he gets to celebrate his birthday, and then a month later he celebrates that I'm alive. 
Mm. Some years it's more of an event than my birthday. He was 16 going with a girl who has now been his wife for 48 mm. years. That's amazing. Um, he says it's a really, really big day for us. Um, and he advertises his story, which is in a book form and YouTube, and he writes about it. So I, I love that, Tim. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, and it's funny that 26 seems to have like uh, that yep. meaning for him, right? Like the fourth is big for me, Tim, too. And so um, I love that you have those like 26 is your special number, whether, you know, one of those days is, is not so happy, but it looks like you get some other 26 days that are, are good ones to celebrate as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. Getting back yes. to this. <laughs> the, the final question of the day. Um, so we, I, we always ask what our guests do for self-care. Um, so Amber, what does self-care look like to you? Yeah. So, um, and I don't think I've, um, we haven't really shared this yet, so I'll also go into this. But self-care used to look a little bit differently than it does now. Um, I am expecting. Um, and so um, very recently, um, I am due in September. And so um, while celebrations or self-care used to look like a glass of wine, um, <laughs> it doesn't stays. Um, but, um, self-care is definitely something that I know is especially important right now while we're, um, waiting for our baby. So, um, I still love my bathtubs and, um, I've talked about, I think taking bubble baths a lot. So, um, bubble baths and, um, maybe chocolate now or something special to celebrate that day. I also know, um, as you know, I go to the spa, which I will be doing this evening, but maybe mm -hmm. Accompanied with a bath, um, and then I do love my my yoga or my exercise. So um, every single day, self care for myself and my husband. Um, we'll spend, you know, we'll go for a walk. So maybe it's um, a three mile walk to kind of get that exercise, but it's also our time to kind of talk it out and how we're feeling that day. Um, I'm one that needs to kind of talk through my feelings, and so um, self care can look like that. Um, I do also have a journal, so we've been trying to. I've been trying to be better about this. I know we've talked about this before, but journaling is hard. And so um, journaling every day, if, if that's something that um, I really need to write down how I'm feeling. But yeah, it's it's usually something for myself, um, whether it's an activity like yoga um, or some quiet time. I really appreciate some good quiet time too. <laughs> well, enjoy the quiet time for now. I'm enjoying it now, right? <laughs> come September, you may may not have a lot of it for a while. <laughs> for a long time. I'm also enjoying my sleep now. So we talk about um, self-care. I take a nap every day and I swear by taking a nap. So uh, naps are great things, um, but also making sure I get my sleep in now because like mm -hmm. you said, it's not going to going to change very soon <laughs> so you'll trade in quiet and sleep for uh loud noises but loud and no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing i'm i'm not drinking coffee right now which i never thought i'd have such a hard time but yeah. i definitely do <laughs> well rachel uh how about yourself i think i know the answer too but uh yeah, I mean, self-cares can always be changing. But one thing I've done pretty routinely for the past years, I would say, I don't even know, five, 10 years, not 10, but at least five, um, is working out. 
I wake up every morning and go to the gym or ride my bike here that I have, um, you know, some days longer, some days shorter, but I, I need that morning movement every day. That's how I, I balance myself out for the day. Um, if I don't do it in the morning, I've learned I used to be more of an afternoon person when it comes to working out, but it's just so easy to make excuses and not get it done. And then I get mad at myself when I don't get that workout in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been running a little bit more too on the treadmill at the gym. So um, that's been fun just to try something new and kind of get back into that. But I also take a lot of walks. I have a dog. So obviously he needs exercise as well. But um, it is crazy how just going outside and walking for 15 minutes and not bringing my phone, not looking at emails, not looking at my work messages, just going on a walk and enjoying that time with my dog. Um, I love forgetting my phone at home. Usually I'm like, or not forgetting, but like consciously leaving it at home because then you're like, okay, this is like 30 minutes of Mm -hmm. time that I can't talk to anyone. That's great. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, I do love, I do take Sundays off normally and I love just laying on the couch on Sundays and catching up on my obsession with reality TV that we all know I have. <laughs> I was going to say and... that is our other self-care that we don't yes. talk about that often. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Survivor's on right now. If anyone's listening and you're a Survivor yeah. fan, let me know. I'm Who's obsessed your favorite? With this. Do you have a Survivor favorite? <sighs> Well, it was Danny, but Danny, I don't want to give any spoilers away, made me angry last episode. So I don't know. I really liked him. I he love was funny. Jam Jam and um, his Carolyn. Carolyn. Yes. So, um, I do love them as well. I'm team Jam Jam here, but I'm also, if we're talking, uh, the latest season of Love is Blind just came out. Yes. So. Um, are you watching that as well? Yes, I am. I'm all caught up. <laughs> Me as well. So we'll have to talk about our theories as well. Yes. But uh, yes, I'm a sucker for some good reality TV. And that is also a great way for self-care is to just lay on the Laugh couch. At so- other people. <laughs> yeah. People's ridiculousness. That's our favorite version of self-care as well. And yeah. hopefully Big Brother comes back soon. So we can oh start my gosh, I know. Well. I've been looking at julie chen's instagram and twitter like when is the season premiere julie i need to know (laughs) i love it well uh this has been wonderful rachel and i appreciate you your willingness to jump on while uh during my burniversary to kind of talk through uh being burniversary buddies as well so thank you yes no thank you for taking time out of your self-care day um, and talking about anniversaries with me. And I, if you're listening to this later, to still drop um, how you celebrate in our comments. You know, we love to hear fun and unique ways that survivors celebrate. So, um, if, or even if you have an idea of something fun or something new to try, let us know. Yeah. And if you haven't told your story on Phoenix Society's website, um, you can definitely submit your burn story and maybe that mm-hmm. includes your anniversary or a story about how you celebrate. Um, Rachel loves to be able to take those stories and, and share them with the world. So mm-hmm. we would love to hear all of your stories um, as yes. well. But we want to thank those folks too that joined us today and shared 
um, their experiences. Um, but yes, like Rachel said, I think there's more to come. So leave your, yes. leave your comments uh, and let us know. Um, and if you listen to this on our podcast, we'd love to hear from you as well. So you can always email us at info at phoenix-society.org. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Bye. everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Girls with Grafts. If you are enjoying this content, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.